This episode of Enchanting Aspects is brought to you by Cyber Lady Z, Mickey, and Ellie Spectacular. Thank you. But go watch, listen to the episode now. spooky aspects uh yeah it's october bitch ah shit i didn't think about this oh no i didn't think about this at all um well to be fair last year we basically didn't do it i mean we did two and i mean this year we're probably gonna do two again (laughs) um okay well only kind of post-production amy here Absolutely not in any way is Jupiter's thing Halloween themed. Okay. Um so Well you did you did um I think it was like I did a Christmas themed episode <laughs> and you did not at all. Um because I didn't yeah. talk to you about it before. I didn't talk to you about this one before either, but I'm yeah, doing it. He- here's here's the problem, Amy, is that we don't talk about themed episodes before we do them nope so maybe we should start doing that it's a hunch you're gonna do a spooky thing i do spooky things all the time so yeah Yeah. you know whatever i i don't have a backup i'm sticking to my guns that's fine that's whatever ask me what i did an hour ago hey amy terry host of enchanting aspects the uh the podcast where we enchant your aspects and uh, uh appreciate the little things in art what did you do an hour ago? By the way, my name is Jupiter Morningstar. Um, hello, Jupiter Morningstar, co-host of Cursed Aspects. You're right. Sorry. Yes, it's Cursed Aspects. You are absolutely correct. Um, I uh sat next to a dumpster for an hour with a can of tuna and waited for a kitten who was living at the dumpster to eat the tuna. And every five seconds, I would inch closer, and she would run away, and then run back to the tuna. And then after about uh, 20 minutes, I grabbed her and stuffed her in a carrier. And I uh, g- gave her to my coworker. And before you say, you can't just take animals, she was blind in one eye. She had a giant scar rash thing on her neck. She needed medical attention. She was by herself. She was dropped off there, I'm assuming, only a few days ago. Not meant to be there. So I did that. Um, And And then... You know what? And you know what, Amy? I just want to say that uh, uh, I think that you did a uh, very good thing in helping this cat. Thank you. She was. She didn't like it. She screamed at me. And holy shit, let me just give a, sh- a sponsored shout out to the fucking cat carrier I used. I don't remember where I bought it from. But she clawed and bit the shit out of it. And it didn't, it didn't even tear at all. Didn't tear once. Wow, that's really good. That's, re- that's, really, uh, that's really impressive. So yeah, and then I came home to every single item from our kitchen cabinets um on in in our um living room and dining room because we have a cockroach infestation they asked us to take it out and spray all this shit so man i'm i'm really glad that i live in a state where cockroaches are just kind of like not a thing oh i do not have that experience the one bug that exists in vegas is cockroaches there's many bugs that live in Michigan, and I don't yeah. like it. I I don't I don't know what it is about Oregon, but just like the Too the, wet. the the fauna here are pretty chill. That's nice. Can't relate. Yeah, I feel like just because of how many fucking people from California have 
moved up to Oregon and ruined the place. Every time that I say anything nice about Oregon in a public space, I feel like I have to qualify it with, please don't move here. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't move here. Just, you know, work to, to make your state better if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, Th- that's like, there's a one, vi- there's a one zombie video game called Days Gone and it's uh-huh. based in Oregon and literally part of the story is that Everybody from California tried to drive up to Oregon to avoid the zombies and just, like, fucking littered the highways with death. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, I saw a Tumblr post uh, recently that was, like, cataloging, like, some, like, study somewhere, maybe, that was, like, the general opinion of... Uh, people from certain states on other states. Um, And uh, for Oregon, it was like, Oregon and Washington love each other. Best friends. (laughs) Oregon and California. California loves Oregon. Oregon fucking hates California. Yeah, that makes sense. And not only that, it's not just Oregon. It was every single state that borders California <laughs> hates California. Yeah. Does does not surprise me one yeah. bit. Yeah, honestly. And you know what? I am in this camp. I hate California. I n- never want to live there. And if you are from California and you're considering moving up to Oregon, please don't. <laughs> Um, I hate California, and I eventually have to live there. That is true. That is where my career is. Because you need to work in animation. And if I end up working in the film industry, or the uh, TV industry, like I eventually want to, I'll probably have to move to California. Or I can be my little industrious little self and uh, make a a little film company here in Oregon. We'll sort of see how it goes. But that's... That is a long ways in the future. Right now, all of my priorities are on Mushroom Station exclusively. Speaking of Mushroom Station, what's happening in uh, uh, two weeks from now? Actually, before I say this, I just want to tell you. So the audio quality on my end is probably a little bit different today. Maybe a little bit more echoey than you would normally expect from from me. Um, And the reason why is because the cat of the house, Felix, um, has decided that he wants to hang out with me today, mm-hmm. which he never does. Um, and so I left the window open for him because he occasionally likes to jump up there and and smell the air. And uh, he is currently sitting on my bed and just sort of like vaguely looking at me, which is, you know, that's that's the cat. <laughs> that means something. Out yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, and so I normally have my um, my office door closed. It's a closet. I normally have my office door closed when I record to maximize audio quality. But if I close the door, then he'll want to leave. Yeah. So, so it's important. It's important. So um, today you get slightly worse audio pro- quality, probably, and you might hear some construction noise. But I think my audio settings are probably set up that you won't. Um, but either way, um, uh, uh, sorry, not sorry. There's a cat. Just deal with it. Yeah. Um, but yes. So uh, next week, uh, I'm very excited to announce. We are very excited to announce that. Uh, the Toadstool Express is pulling back into the station. Toadstool Express 2. Toadstool Express 2 for our Halloween Toadstool Express event uh, running from uh, October 19th to October 26th. It is a pledge drive event to uh, uh, encourage y'all to give us more financial support uh if you are able um we're gonna have a whole bunch of announcements as to the nature of this event in a uh separate upload uh on the 19th um but just to say that uh uh there is a lot of exciting 
stuff to look forward to, uh, including a a brand new episode of Mushroom Soup, which I am personally very excited about, as well as a um, uh, as well as the previous episode of Mushroom Soup going live uh, for the public uh, in its own feed, uh, which will be up and running by the time of the event. Um, uh, and, uh, 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 some other fun stuff, including special episodes of Enchanting Aspects and Art Ghost, um, which, um... By the time this episode yeah. comes out, if you're, um, in the, in the Discord, Patreon, um, the Discord thing, um, we're gonna have a question and you're gonna need to answer it for our special episode. And maybe... Just maybe look forward to the return of a particular podcast. <laughs> just saying. I'm um, just saying. Um, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. That's the hot dog vine. Um, Amy, do you want to get into the show proper? It's my turn. It's my turn. It is your turn. It is it's your my turn. turn. It's your turn. I just spooky thing. I'm so excited. Um, I'm uh, I'm talking about a a guy today. A guy. A guy who I don't, you know, I don't think I particularly care for. But after deep observation and forethought, I picked this guy out of my favorite thing from. The, the movie that I'm talking about. You're doing a great job of being vague. I love it. Um, This thing is a part of a film that starts with a C and ends with an E. Uh, it starts with a C and ends with an E. One um, word. One word. Oh, no. I don't think I know it. Off the top of my head. It's a spooky movie. Yeah, I, I, that's not a hint. I already knew that. One guess. Fucking, well, it's not Cloverfield, because that doesn't end with an E. Cloverfield E, baby. <laughs> Cloverfield E. Um, that's the, uh, that's the, uh, Cloverfield E is the, um... The, the rated for everyone version of Cloverfield. I was gonna say the, um, the, uh, 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 one of those fucking, like, LCD, uh, pocket things? Pocket pets? <laughs> I have no idea. You do! You do know what I'm talking about. Are you about. talking about those dogs? Tamagotchis? Tamagotchis, thank you. Um, uh, it's the Cloverfield Tamagotchi where you raise, uh, where you raise Clover. <laughs> oh my god. Um, no, I'm talking about, um, the other father from Coraline. Coraline. Okay, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I don't think I would have guessed that, but also, hey, Coraline, another movie set in Oregon. Yeah. So, um, tell me what you know about Coraline. You've seen Coraline, right? I love Coraline. I, I love, love Coraline. Coraline. It's it's such a good movie, and also like informed a lot of my um, a lot of my personality and tastes and um, interests and aesthetics. Yeah. Um, I need to rewatch it. I love Coraline. That's a good fucking movie. Also, not only is it based in Oregon, but uh, Leica Studios is uh, an Oregon uh, animation studio. Yeah. And I used to pass by it when I went to work. That's fucked up. Yeah. I know exactly where Leica is, and I won't tell you. <laughs> they don't have an address on the internet. I mean, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But at, e at any rate, I, I want to keep it safe. I want to keep it secret. Um... So Coraline is one of my top movies, one of my fave movies. Every Halloween, I like to carve a pumpkin. And while I'm carving the pumpkin, I like to watch Coraline. And I will watch Coraline at additional times when needed. Um, Hell yeah. 
If you're like, what the fuck is Coraline? Why do you keep on saying Caroline? Coraline was originally a book written by Neil Gaiman. Gaiman? Gaiman? Um, Gaiman? I don't know. He He's a guy who writes stuff, as most authors are. Uh, the <laughs> um, author behind Good Omens. Yeah, Good Omens. Um, so, and, um, uh, uh, fuck, what is it called? Uh, the Sandman? Sandman? Yeah, The Sandman. Yeah. Um, so, so Coraline is a movie based off of the book. It's a, um, stop motion animated, beautiful fucking movie, beautiful soundtrack, overall 10 out of 10 movie, highly recommend. Um, I was like fucking 10 when it came out and I saw Mm -hmm. the trailer for it and I was obsessed with it and my parents like really didn't want me to see it because they're like this looks really creepy this doesn't look like safe for kids and i'm like look it's rated pg like you have to let me see it and then i saw it and then i loved it and i didn't regret it and there's no lie there i loved it such a good movie yeah honestly i do think that Coraline is like sure some some kids will be creeped out by it and need to bounce off but i think it's totally an appropriate movie for kids for yeah sure. i was a kid who was scared of absolutely everything and i wasn't scared of Coraline. I, I I mean same. I I it's funny that I'm really into horror now because as a kid, I was so scared. I could not. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, still that way. Um <laughs> but I'm fighting it. Except mm-hmm. my medication gives me nightmares when I watch oh. scary stuff. Um, oh no. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, last year was really tough after watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Holy oh. shit. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, oh, I bet. Um, so Coraline is a movie about a family who moves from Michigan to Oregon. Um, mm-hmm. And they basically live in an apartment complex called the Pink Palace, which is combined with a bunch of, like, other roommates, neighbors. Um, and essentially, Coraline is not happy with her life her parents are emotionally neglectful they do not give her any attention she you know lost all of her friends from this move she's bored and she finds a um basically a wallpapered over um little shoot that she finds a key for goes through and it is the same exact house except it has her other family which is her other mother, her other mother, her other father, um, and they are essentially perfect um, versions of her parents um, with that give her everything that she wants. Um, yeah. And this is a horror movie, and if you don't know, it doesn't end um, happy. <laughs> I mean, I guess it sort of does, but it doesn't end um, with her live. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't end necessarily happy, but it doesn't end poorly. Oh, yeah. It has a great ending. That's a yeah. very satisfying, good ending, true good, good ending. Good ending. Um, And so I don't want to get too much into details about what happens because I don't want to spoil all of it, but I am going to spoil a little bit about the other father and about the other mother, too. <laughs> Yeah, but, for, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so as the story progresses, Coraline realizes that the other mother is not a good person. She is actually a type of like monster who feeds on children's souls. Um, and she, although there are other quote unquote characters in this other world, none of them are real. They're mm-hmm. all created by the other mother. Um, one of her neighbors ends up being just a, <laughs> a, a pile of rats in a suit. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, everybody is controlled by the other mother. They are not real. Except, except the other father. Let's mm-hmm. think about that for a second. So, yeah. for people saying, what about Wymie? Wymie um, doesn't count because he's not from he's he doesn't exist in the books, um. So I'm not mm. counting him. Cause why me? Although he does have like emotion and reactions in the other world, like other why me, he doesn't count because he's not from the books. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Uh, he's not from the books, and he also, um, uh, the the main purpose of his character is to just kind of creep out Coraline. <laughs> yeah, essentially, and I guess you know make her have someone to talk to, so she's not just talking by herself the entire. Yeah, book. for sure. I I do think that his addition in the movie uh, is a good one. Oh, um, for sure. For I sure. think he's a great addition. Um, I love him. He's great. Yeah. Character. Yeah. Um, I love his head tilt. So also, shout out to the cat who literally like can move between the worlds because this is the only reason it is a cat and it can go wherever it wants. Yeah. Shout out to the cat. the cat. I love, love the, the cat. cat. Love the cat. Love the cat. So love when the, the when the um, you know, other family first like meets Coraline, um, her father is, you know, gleeful and happy and dancy and sings a song for her. In the book, apparently, he's he's actually, like, a little more serious and there's, like, actually hardly any scenes in the book with him. But they, uh-huh. they give him a couple more scenes in the movie where, like, sh- he shows her, like, the garden or whatever that has her face on it. Like, they have some quality time together and stuff. And once Coraline starts figuring out, like, hey, uh, this is actually a fucked up place, um, she at one point, like, walks into a room and it's just um, the other father, but he's he looks slightly different. He's acting a little weird. Um, and he gives her a warning. Um, and as soon as he does, he is, like, grabbed um, and... I'm assuming punished. <laughs> For um, sure, yeah. And yeah, the, the other mother deals out punishment swiftly and uh, harshly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and at the end of the story, um, when Coraline is basically playing a game with the other mother to win back her parents she has to collect three like balls of like crystal balls or whatever um and one of them the other father has and while she she's in the garden with him and he is attacking her um but the fucked up creepy thing and sad thing is while he's attacking her he is saying in like the most distorted slowed voice so sorry don't want to hurt you mother making me and yeah because he's like basically attached to this big machine he is not really controlling it yes and like the implications of that it's like it's just such an interesting like i guess take or like like turn for the story because why does this one creature or soul or whatever it is that the other father actually is why does he have his own thoughts and willpower even though the Mm -hmm. other mother created everything but he like where'd he come from you know like it makes you think like did he have a soul does like does he still have one was he originally somebody else like in like I watched like a whole theory video about it and like there wasn't really any definite conclusions except that he's been here a very 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 long time. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, as um I I don't really love like explainer content on YouTube um simply because um I feel like a lot of times writers will introduce um, a mysterious like element to a story just to get an emotional reaction out of you and not necessarily because there is a definitive canonical answer. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. Uh, but, you know, there's a there's a difference between theory crafting for fun and... Theory crafting saying, for money and making up yeah, far-fetched things like Sans's yeah. nests. Yeah, well, yes, there's a difference between... Uh, theory crafting with your friends or your followers on Tumblr or whatever and just having a goofy time and being Matt Pat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so I 
I didn't like I'm I'm not like talking about this thing because it's like a cool theory. I'm talking about it just because like it's really cool. Like yeah, it's always something I've like appreciated about the movie that this monster constantly being controlled by the other mother like has thoughts and feelings and actually cares about Coraline and wants to put a stop to the terrible things that the other mother is doing. Um, yeah. And it's like he's been under her control or power or whatever for millennia or centuries yeah. at least. And like how much suffering has he gone through? Does like does he exist when there are no kids? Like is he just a lump of nothingness? Like it's... I don't know. It's just so interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's. <sighs> yeah. The other father is living an extremely sad, horrifying existence. And like. The other mother has so much power and control in this little like. I don't know, pocket dimension or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like it, it truly seems to only exist to maximize the suffering of those within. Mm-hmm. It's a f- uh, terrible, bad place. It's yeah. bad. Yeah. It really, it fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, fucking sucks. Um, and, and, can can I say because th- we've already spoiled a lot of the movie? Yeah, yeah. There's not much I, left to. <laughs> so I just want to. I just want to say, and frankly, even it like this is a definite kind of movie where even if you know the whole thing going in, still watch it. It's still worth watching because there is so much that cannot be explained in words. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, at the end of the movie, Coraline is victorious. Um, but the other mother is not dead, not defeated, just weakened. There is always, always the potential that when somebody moves out. They could open that door again. They could open that door again. Yeah. And she could, she could find, um... She could find someone else to prey on and get her power back. And yeah, it's (laughs) and like even in the escape sequence, like Coraline is not safe. No. And and she has she still has to live in that house. She still has to live in that house knowing that there is a door in her house that leads to one of the worst places you can go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's that's a sort of like that's a charge that she's going to have to hold for maybe the rest of her life. Oh yeah. You know, and then like even though she has the key and can dispose of it and whatever, maybe whoever moves into that house next will forcibly open the door. You know, like there's no guarantees. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, spooky, and I like mm-hmm. it. I like a, I like an inconclusive, spooky ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also like, the other father, um, supposedly dies. He sinks into mush, but he could still be, just like a a living, suffering blob of nothingness. Yeah, I mean, if. If the other mother is trapped in there with no more souls. Gotta eat. She's still got the other father. I I think what's capture what captures me the most about the other father is that it's for me, it was the scariest scene in the movie. Was oh, seeing yeah. was seeing him being controlled by her, talking in that voice, trying to kill Coraline. Yeah. It's I I also think it's the first time in the movie that someone is I could be wrong, but someone is act- actively being violent towards Coraline. Other times they're just like, you know, mad or scary. 
or screaming, but I don't think they're like actively trying to hurt her yet. I could yeah. be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's really um I mean they all mean her harm. Yeah. They all mean her harm. Um yeah, no for sure. It's it's a um I don't know. I don't know. It's a uh just thinking about the, this movie like it's just uh, you know it's, like, it's got such a specific feeling this movie yeah it's got such a peculiar way of capturing a creepy house mm-hmm. and like i also really want to praise the movie for being like a true horror movie oh yeah that is appropriate for kids yeah it's yeah we it's don't because we don't get those no we don't get those like Kids might get spooky media, yeah. but, like, the only two, like, horror movies for kids that I can actually think of are Coraline and Monster House. Yeah. And, like, Monster House is also pretty good. It's not as good as Coraline, but it's a pretty good movie. Like, it it, it, mm-hmm. it holds up mostly. It's, I've got <laughs> problems with it, for sure, but... Yeah. Um, like, like, I have a list of problems with with Monster House, but it's still a good movie. I have no problems with Coraline. It's a gr- it's, it's Coraline a is a perfect movie. movie. It's, it's great. A, it's a perfect movie. Also, um, it wasn't until I moved to Michigan that I learned that people have a Midwest accent. And after rewatching Coraline, I'm like, oh yeah, she's got a she's got a, a Michigan accent. You can tell she's from Michigan by how she talks. For sure, for sure, yeah. Um, God, what a good fucking movie. It's a good movie. I don't. Like I, 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 I wish I had the words. I wish I had the words. This is just a shout out to the other father. Like it's just such a weird thing that I. So I think I think it's it 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 itches an urge that I have so often in horror movies for at least one part of the bad guys to like try and help, and it mm-hmm. it satisfies that urge even if he doesn't get anything out of it. He doesn't get anything yeah. out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's oh my, my that's my thing. Shout out to the other father. Rest in pieces, I guess. Yeah. Or rest in, either rest in pieces or continue to live in, in agony for the rest of time. It's hard mm. to say. Yeah. Um I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> like I, I guess I guess I guess I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> uh it's fucking rough. Anyway, um, what's your thing? So, um, turns out completely accidentally, um, well, actually, you know what? I, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll bring that in later. Okay. Um, so today I am going to be talking about Jojo. Oh, that's the second time. No, it isn't. Yeah. You've talked about Jojo before. No, I've talked about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but today I'm talking about JoJo. JoJo from who? Not from who. Uh, from what, I guess. JoJo Amy, from what? Amy, do you know what JoJo's are? No, what? Have you ever heard of JoJo's? No. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's a food item. JoJo's. Are they jelly beans? Absolutely not. Okay. So this is uh, digging into, um, uh, for some reason, I'm making it my charge here. I have a mission, which is to um, prove that JoJo's are a Pacific Northwest thing. Okay. So I know this this sounds wild. Today, this episode is accidentally... A Oregon-themed episode. Welcome to Oregon. Welcome to Oregon, except don't move here. <laughs> Especially if you're from California. If you're from Michigan, I can deal. I'm okay with that. Um, cool. But if you're from California, don't fucking move here. Stay home. <laughs> Stay home. My thing today is going to make people hungry. I'm guaranteed. It's going to make you hungry, Amy. Fuck. I'm always hungry. I know you are. So. Jojo's. Um, I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going to tell you the story of Jojo's. 
Okay. Um, but first, I'm going to describe to you what they are. Okay. So a JoJo is not a French fry. Uh, it is. Thank a, God. It is. What do you mean? Thank God. Oh, it's just a joke. Okay. <laughs> um, potato. Uh, they are potato wedges that are specifically battered, breaded, uh, with a good mix of spices and pressure fried not deep fried pressure fried you gotta get that george foreman on it no (laughs) um uh they are basically to give you a um a really easy way of describing it jojo's are if you take are like if you take a a potato wedge which is a, a substantial amount of potato um and you treat it like fried chicken huh okay i'd eat it oh oh jojo's are delicious they are really fucking good so to explain jojo's have a wonderfully crispy outside the inside is nice and fluffy like a baked potato. Okay. So um, eating them, you get a really lo- lovely Christmas with a um, really flavorful crust to them with a lot of spices, um, depending on where you go. Um, you know, there are good JoJo's and bad JoJo's. It's, you know, like anything. Um and then on the inside, it is lovely and soft and pillowy and just delicious. I also think this is the first time I've ever brought a food Yeah. to Enchanting Aspects. This is the first time we've had food on Enchanting Aspects. And I feel Certainly. Like um, because, and we, we set this precedent er, like in a way earlier episode um, where we agreed that food is art and should be considered for enchanting aspects. <laughs> I so, I guess. What do you mean you guess? I'm I'm the I'm that one meme of that guy shrugging and screaming. I guess. What do you mean I guess? Why what, do you why are you not agreeing with me? What part of it? Is is the aspect of the JoJo's? No, JoJo's are the the thing. Yes, but what aspect of JoJo's is the thing? No, JoJo's are the aspect. They're the aspect of potatoes. <gasps> okay. <laughs> Look now, I'm defending myself here. Food, food is art, and the reason why food is art is because anyone can do it, but a it takes a skilled hand to to elevate it to something perfect. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it is an art because it takes um genuine skill. Just because it is a consumable piece of art does not mean that it is any less valuable as an artistic product and it doesn't mean that the emotions that come from really good food are not equivalent to the emotions that you can experience from a really good piece of artistic work. Okay. I'm I'm going to let you have this. I'm still laughing my ass off over the sentence it is the aspect of a potato. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm standing I'm standing fucking by cuz you're the you are the one who insisted I define. So I defined. I know. I know. I know. I'm I'm talking about JoJo's and um and I want to hear fucking nothing of it. Okay. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Today we're talking about French fries. They are not French fries. They are not French fries. Get it fucking straight. Yeah, Amy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um uh I was remi- I was the reason why I wanted to talk about JoJo's is because um uh yesterday me and my roommate we went to a um 
really good fried chicken joint, uh, local place, small business. But anyway, so they have JoJo's and uh, we got them. Of course, you got to get the JoJo's when they're available. Okay. Um, and these were really good JoJo's. They are delicious. Um, so um, JoJo's are distinct from French fries for a number of reasons. Um, French fries are typically not battered or breaded. Um, uh, the French fries typically um, just have salt, pepper, maybe paprika, you know, um, but are not spiced quite as much as a JoJo, um, as well as the food preparation is different. A pressure fryer is equivalent to a pressure cooker, but filled with oil. Okay. Um, so it not only fries it, but uh, the the pressure um, provides a very unique cooking process. And pressure fryers is uh, are typically used for fried chicken. So oh, life hack. Yes. So um, JoJo's are also typically fried in oil that has also been saturated in chicken fat. Oh. So, um, which, you know, as a vegetarian, I am not personally mad at using animal fat for oils, um, for cooking oils, because, frankly, my stance is, like, Eating animals is okay. It is just the industrialization of animal product that um, uh, is not only incredibly unethical and creates a lot of, like, horrific waste product, um, but also just leads to, like, lower quality meat um, Mm -hmm. and also um, uh, exploits and uh, destroys uh, uh, a lot of... um, uh, indigenous uh farming communities yeah um so they're the reason why i'm vegetarian are um uh political rather than like animal rights activist okay um but my stance is that if you are eating meat then you should be using all of the animal yeah and so using the fat um frankly does make fries better and also uh, uh, prevents the animal fat from going to waste. Yeah, um, okay. Which, um, which I am totally okay with. Um, uh, so, um, so, um, the, the reason why I'm bringing JoJo's at all is, uh, because I was reminded that I never hear anyone outside of the Pacific Northwest talk about JoJo's. Yeah. Never heard of it. Potato wedges you can sometimes get in other places in the country, but primarily we're talking fries. Yeah. Um, uh, And fries are delicious. Yeah. JoJo's are better. Uh, And... um, and also, JoJo's can be eaten, like, on their own as a meal. Because, like, because they're so hearty, you're basically... You might eat, like, two potatoes worth of of JoJo's. And, like, that'll fill your stomach and be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so, I started researching it. And I... Uh, there is an interesting history to JoJo's. And why... They are a specifically Pacific Northwest staple. And I asked on Twitter, I did a poll earlier today, asking people if they had ever heard of JoJo's, and most people said no. Mm-hmm. And even people who, some people who said yes, were thinking I was talking about, like, jo- JoJo Siwa, or um, some clowns, or whatever. <laughs> um, no, I'm talking about JoJo's. So, um, the story goes that, um, uh, in, like, the 1950s, um, there was a, uh, 
pressure fryers started to become a real thing. Uh, And there was a salesman uh, by the name of... uh, I need to grab his name really quick. I have two different articles about this. Ed Nelson! That is... You are deeply incorrect. Can it just tell me this guy's first fucking name? Okay, I might be I might be wrong. I might be corrected later, but um uh I believe that his name was uh Nick Nicewanger. Okay. And uh he was a salesman. I might be getting some of the history wrong. He was a salesman for um for these uh pressure fryers. And uh he uh, invented the JoJo because he needed a easy way to demonstrate the value of the pressure fryer. Oh, I see. I like that. So, I'm yeah. so glad that he didn't use cookies. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god. I mean, deep fried Oreos are great, but I don't think they would work in a pressure fryer. I don't know though. Flat. Maybe they become they become like nice and pillowy. It's hard to say, but. Um, but also the, um, the potatoes like were also convenient because they also cleaned up the oil because they are very absorbent. They suck it up. Yeah. So it was just a very, um, convenient thing to get like a, you know, a bag of potatoes, cut them up and use them to demonstrate the value of the pressure fryer. And those demonstrations and how delicious jojos are convinced people all over the pacific northwest to start adopting the recipe and selling jojos holy shit so they became a staple food uh uh in uh specifically oregon and washington and then like moved to idaho and and a few surrounding states but primarily it's like an oregon washington thing Mm -hmm. um you know portland vancouver seattle and, uh, uh, and you get JoJo's in a lot of places. You can get them very often in grocery store delis. They are very common in grocery store delis, um, where you just, you know, you walk up to the counter, you get, you know, a fucking chicken strips or whatever. If, if you are not vegetarian or if you're me, when I was working at grocery stores all the time, you just get a fucking two pound bag of JoJo's and that's your lunch. And, uh, they are some of the best things that you can get. I mean, they're lower quality typically than like good JoJo's, but they're still delicious. I'm wondering if I've ever had one. Maybe, maybe. I don't Um, know. Uh, and, uh, not only, that but um they were very popular at my high school um you can get them like in more uh, uh you can get like really good ones in like very like small locations in r- rural areas um uh they're just sort of all over the place judges are great and you also get them in local fried chicken joints um Yummy. uh you are not likely to see them in a popeyes or whatever um, because those sort of like national chains don't really adapt to local recipes, mm-hmm. um, typically, which, um, hate to say it, but it's fucking wasteful. I, I am uh, thinking about f- fucking food waste all the time, um, mm. to not use like local ingredients and shit. It's just yeah. a fucking nightmare. Um, five guys tends to be more okay from what I know, but I, I might be completely wrong. Um, uh, but. So you're most likely to get JoJo's at local small businesses who know what's up. There are commonly bar food or whatever. Um, if you live in Oregon and you are going to a, a cheap local restaurant or bar or, or fair or whatever, you're probably going to get some JoJo's uh, because they are cheap. They are fairly easy to make. Um, they don't require a lot of complicated preparation necessarily, at least not more than just making fried chicken. Um, and even then, probably easier. Uh, and uh, they come out really delicious every time. The other advantage of JoJo's 
is that rather than a fry, where you get really inconsistent um, shapes, where like if you're getting shoestring fries, like at McDonald's or whatever, McDonald's fries are delicious, but you get to like the bottom of the of the little carton, and you get all of these like weird fucking tiny crispy nightmare fries, um, because when they're chopping Yummy. the potato, some people like them, I don't, um, but that's fine. Um, uh, when you're chopping up the potato, because the potato is an oblong shape, you're going to be getting inconsistent, uh, fries from just like chopping it into little, you know, square shapes, uh, uh, square tube shapes. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but with Jojo's, it utilizes the oblong shape by cutting it into perfect sixth, sixth, sixth. It's a hard word to say. Sixth. Um, uh, so uh, the JoJo's are much more consistent in terms of shape and size. So when you get JoJo's, you can very easily know, um, like, how many you're, like, it, it, it's just, it's just easy. It's, like, easy. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, uh, if you're getting JoJo's, since they're going to be so consistent... They're going to be reliable and you're going to eat all of them because they are all the exact same level of delicious quality. Whereas fries, some of them might go to waste because of the inconsistent shaping. Mm-hmm. Point to JoJo's. Um, <laughs> uh, and I just want to say, so uh, I have been sourcing uh, uh, my own personal experience as well as two articles. One is a 2017 article from Willamette Week, which is a, a local paper um, uh, that is titled The History of the American JoJo, which is definitely not a potato wedge. Here's the thing. Oregonians, especially Oregonians and, and maybe, you know, people from Washington as well, get very defensive about JoJo's if they, you know, like because it's one of the few things that is ours. Mm. You know? Um, what about... Organi- what about... Um, wh- why the fuck is it called a JoJo? I'm so glad you asked. Um, So, when... I don't know if his first name is Nick. I don't know. I'm trying to... I'm trying to double check, but for some reason, I just am not fucking finding it, and it's annoying me. Um, but uh, no, it is Nick. It is Nick. I was right. Hell yes. Oh yeah. Um, so Nick Nicewonker, when he was demonstrating the pressure, uh, the pressure fryer, and making these JoJo's, he didn't have a name for them. He was making. He was just making them without even like considering them as a product they were a demonstration material Mm -hmm. but when people started to really like them and ask what they were called he panic answered oh he didn't he didn't have a prepared answer he was just asked what they were and he said uh jojo's oh my god it was the it was the first thing that came into his head damn so these these could have been called like blip bows Brabos. They could have been. They could have been called anything, but I think JoJo's is the right word because that is a very catchy name and it sticks with you. Um, and like, you know, you ask anybody who has who has been you know living in Oregon or Washington or probably Idaho for um, you know, for their entire life, you say. Like, oh, where can I get some JoJo's? They're going to immediately know what you're talking about. If you go anywhere else in the country and you say, hey, where can I get some JoJo's? They're going to say, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. What is and that? They're not even a Californian thing. They didn't go to California, um, uh, which like, good. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you, California. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going so hard, but it's just the 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 Oregonian in me. Mm-hmm. Um uh but um but yeah, so JoJo's is a completely arbitrary name uh that I love. I love it. It's so unique. Um so here's the other thing though. There is 
there are some misinformation being spread about JoJo's. Oh no. That I think that I think is so easily disproven. Okay. So the second article that I am citing is a 2021 article from thestranger.com, which is another local news outlet. Uh I think it is noteworthy that the only articles that I could find about JoJo's are local ones. That is titled, A Brief History of Jojo, JoJo's, which are from the Pacific Northwest and not the Midwest, okay? <laughs> because there is some misinformation being spread around by a... Um, a Midwestern company um, by the name of Henny Penny. Hmm. Because Nick Nicewanger's story uh, is a pretty, like, verified story. Um, uh, there is another story uh, that is almost identical that is tell- told by... A, um, just some fucking dude in Omaha. His, his name is not important to me. Die. But, uh, uh, he calls himself the oral historian of the JoJo, like this fucking guy. So he is just another salesman who also sold pressure, uh, uh, presumably also sold, uh, pressure fryers, I believe, for Henny Penny, but I might be wrong. Um, uh, the the history of these things is like not very well documented because it's just like some guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, but uh, basically, this guy claimed to have invented the JoJo and spread it around the entirety of America. This is some fucked up, fucked up JoJo lore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and basically the article from thestranger.com is basically just like, uh-huh, yeah, sure, dude. <laughs> because, um, uh, they, it also, like, the, 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 the one of the holes in the story is that it the story that this dude tells is that it was um several nameless uncredited salesmen who hmm. uh spread the news of the JoJo all around the country. Mm-hmm. Um however, the evidence uh lies in my opinion firmly in this Nick Nicewanger's camp. Because you ask anyone in the Pacific Northwest who has lived here for a while about JoJo's, they're going to know what JoJo's are. You ask anyone else in the country what JoJo's are, they're going to say, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm -hmm. If this dude was telling the truth, then JoJo's would be a national known thing. Yeah, we're spread, because- but we're spreading it now. You're spreading the good name of JoJo's. I, uh, and I'm, that's not what I'm trying to do necessarily. I mean, if people want to make JoJo's, that's fine. But they needed to be they need to be credited appropriately to Nick Nicewanger and not falling in line with this random like <laughs> story that just rips on the the story that we already know is true. That. Mm-hmm. That just happened to start being told after Nick Nicewanger's story was already known. Yeah. Funny that. Um, so uh, uh, I just wanted to, um, you know, if you can get JoJo's, definitely get JoJo's. They're delicious. Um, but you got to know, they are a Pacific Northwest thing. We get this. So... Uh. That's my thing for this one is, um, is me being, uh, uh, weirdly 
proud of being an Oregonian. It's not necessarily the, the, you know, I'm not, I have no necessary affiliation with the, you know, state government or whatever. It's just Mm -hmm. that like, you know, it's local pride. Yeah. You know? And, Uh, you know, everybody's, everybody's to their own. I think my favorite aspect of the potato (laughs) would be, um, uh, probably the, the fucking kind where it's like sliced up and covered in cheese. What's that shit uh, called? You mean poutine? Is that what it's called? I believe so. Let me look that up. That's a Canadian no, thing. no, not poutine. No, it's it's um. Oh, are you talking about like uh, uh, gratin? Is that it? That sounds more more familiar. Algratin. Oh, I. Yep, that's what you're talking about. I think. A, it's uh, uh, it's spelled A U space. Yeah, yeah. outgrowing potatoes. This where is a boy. I mean, those are those are good for sure. I also I just want to say how funny it is and how true it is to uh, to to being an Oregonian is just like both of the articles that I stated, the titles are both defensive. Yeah. Um, because like. Fucking JoJo's belong to us. Let us have this. Oh my god! I um, want an entire documentary yeah. on JoJo's. I want the truth, the whole truth. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Also, um, JoJo's are fucking working class food. They're so they're so cheap. Um. They're so readily available. Uh. And so delicious. And um. The reason why they're so commonly known. Is because of those facts. They are they are cheap. They are everywhere. They are local. And also, like, if you are getting JoJo's, um, you know, if you're getting from them from a grocery store, maybe not. Um, you know, although still good and fucking go for it. But if you're getting them from like, you know, a a like the best JoJo's and where you're going to find the most commonly is from local businesses, small businesses. Um, because the big chains just don't have them because they don't care and don't know. You are by by eating JoJo's and seeking them out in uh, in this area. You are you know supporting the the local economy rather than you know these national chains, which I think is really important. So, um, um so the moral of the story is there's some weird shit in Oregon. <laughs> The moral of the story is um, Oregon is a cool place that I love so much with, to the de- to the bottom of my heart. Don't fucking move here. Don't move. Don't move to Oregon. Don't, don't move to move Oregon. To Oregon. Yeah, Amy and Joe can move to Oregon if they want, but only because they have <laughs> my specific permission. You need an Oregonian to allow you into the state. Yeah, it's like a green card marriage thing. Yeah. Yeah, you you need a referral. You need a referral. Thanks for um, listening to Cursed Aspects. The scariest, Cursed Aspects. the scariest food of the week is JoJo's potatoes. Um, and you know what? Um, you know, um, cut them I in the shape of I bats. Think, but okay, but to be fair, I think it is potato season, um, right? Isn't that? I don't think so. I think it's spring is potato season. I don't know. I'm looking it up right now, right before we end the episode. I am so sorry to extend this. Potato season. Potato is late summer to early winter. No. Yeah. So it's like August through last October. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm right. So I'm right. So happy Halloween. This is fucking fitting. Um, I'm, this was I'm, a per- this was a perfect episode, whether you like it or not. I'm doing one thing. I'm yeah. doing run request to yes. our audience, which is, hey, I haven't asked it in a bit, but can you please rate us on iTunes? Yeah, because rate us on iTunes. We haven't had a single review all year. That um, is true. No reviews and I, this and, year. And um, I'd like to make a goal of getting at least one review a year. <laughs> you know ideally more once we build up you know like build up more since more steam on that maybe you know what 
you know what? Throw a throw a rating on Spotify. It's really easy. Oh, and do we'll they let you get... rate on Spotify? Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's no reviews, but oh. uh, you can you can rate us five stars, and uh, it'll get us pumped in the algorithm a oh, little bit more. Okay. Uh, you know, get us recommended to uh, more people using the Spotify platform. So, um, you know, help help us out. Help us out uh, uh, with. Uh, reviews in the places where they are helpful, which is Spotify and iTunes primarily. Yeah. Okay. Um. Tr- trick yourself. Treat yourself. Bye. Oh, bye. 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 Felix is truly just like laid out napping. It's so. He's still there. He's so cute. My French fries don't taste like that. Well, I'm your other french fries, JoJo's. I'm not even really a french fry, but I'm better than that. Tastes like Oregon. Do you slurp your regular french fries? Why do you have buttons in your eyes? (laughs) I'm gonna fart now. I hope the microphone caught that. (laughs)